Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Are we rolling? Are we podcasting? Are we? Po- I wasn't. We, I didn't even know, know we were podcasting yet, Casey. We had. We had other. We, we had, like to talk for an hour. Which I don't know why we don't just record that. I know why because we would hurt people. Because I don't want to hear about it from my parents. Exactly. Uh, thank on. you for joining us at the hashtag I Mom So Hard podcast. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, you can also find us on TikTok, the Twitter, the Facebook, the YouTube. Friendly reminder. Please share and follow and rate and subscribe. It all helps that crap. Us. We, you know, we're very goal oriented. It's like when your kid has to sell pizzas for a, a fundraiser. <laughs> we end up doing it. Like we need to hit a certain number. And By the we're, way, anybody want to buy a banner for my school? Just we need PE. You know, okay? I always do. As long okay. as I don't have to do anything and I can no, just you give don't. you money. I, you know what? We can do a banner and we can say ten percent off your next purchase at I Mom So Hard on our banner, and then. You know, so ten percent off. What if you just? You know who's going to? What if you were me, like? But that's okay. Ten, for every ten percent donation, Jen will take off ten percent of her clothes. You know what? I will to your funeral. I whatever, think if, if we're looking at fundraising, kind of we should have it be fun raising. If you that's know what right. I mean. So all the dads will be like, okay, well, it's weird. I all of a sudden want to give a lot of money. Hold Casey's on. asking us a question. Yeah. Can- uh, am I okay to turn the air conditioning? Yeah, yes. you can hear okay. it. Yeah. We'll just get toasty in here. It's been 104,000 degrees. That's Kristen's wearing. I look a, like a parking cone. She's wearing a prison jumpsuit today. It's my homage to my life right now. You, you know guys, what? I it's, broke out of prison for today and I'm not going home. It's a, it's prison vacation wear is sort it's of what it is. It's prison vacation like a I love it. I love it. It's kind of dumb. Here's the thing. I really love how our babysitter, Emma, dresses. She's, you know. Looks very like French and cool, and she's she's picture Audrey Hepburn totally freckles on her, and then she's like so sweet, and she's like, "You should shop at this. I love this store called Everlane." And so I went and shopped, but the problem is like, you could put a garbage bag on Emma, and it would look chic. And I was like, "Oh, this is not for my body type." Oh, I will say though, um, if you're you can watch this on YouTube, you can watch the video version of this. Really pretty earrings on right now. Kristen's got what are they? Uh oh, they're Eleanor's. What mm. are they? They're her mini. Oh, they're mini. <laughs> you guys, I find her earrings everywhere, and so I put them in my ears, and then they're so flipping cute. Yeah, you know, because she only wears like like she'll wear like cupcakes or pieces of pizza or Same. Minnie Mouse earrings that I got. I know, right? <laughs> She's so like cute. blings out. And so then I put them in and then I forget that I'm wearing like blingy well, crap. I mean, they kind of have that like Chanel sort of look to them. I know. Where they do I, that enamel with the I rhinestones. bought them for at Disney World as a present for her first ear piercing. And then I found them near the sink downstairs because we're living in a tiny house. If I don't get my daughter's ears pierced, she's going to go live with Dale. I'm not sure. She's so upset. And it's not I me. can't believe you've waited this long. I honestly can't because that girl is like 
she is mini you. She walks around with a caboodle. She's got like, she's always putting, and we filled that thing to the brim for her birthday. I like bought her every kind of tacky makeup that God created. I was like, she literally was like wearing like curlers and like the whole bit. I don't even know how you've gone this long without piercing she's, them. She's been amazingly accepting because she, about, about it because I have said to her, she, she asked years ago, when did you get your ears pierced? And I said seven because I thought yeah. I had years to like kick yeah. my hand down the road. Nope. Um, and she she like saw a baby at this birthday party and she's like, mom, that baby has its ears pierced. If she can get her ears pierced. Cultural differences. I said cultural she differences. is Russian. They do it like when they're three, three months yeah. old and we are not going to do it. Nope. And then she's like, why? And I'm like. What's called daddy doesn't want you to. But also I keep throwing these excuses out at her, which aren't totally excuses. I'm like, if you can't remember to pick up your shoes and put them away, how can I expect you to clean those and yeah, like do the can't. right things with them? Because I get mine so infected. I have like a whole hair wrapped around both earrings. Oh my God, like, I know. And that's so, gross. It's so weird. I think I need to get my second hole re-pierced. I can't. I need to get my second home. Oh, Pierce. What's up? Call it the Prince Whoa, Albert. when you are above 40, you'll do about anything, won't you? You'll, I can't feel it. You'll get, you'll, Should oh I God. have felt that? I, I don't I don't think anybody needs to be vigilizing me. I don't I think no. they would literally quit. That's they they should a doctor who delivers babies and does piercings could probably double up because you can't once you've got the epidural. Why would Kristen's you pierce it down there? I don't know. I just, there I don't people understand. do. You know, people do. I don't know why you no, get your people do it. either. Oh. Wanna... You want to see me pass out. Don't tell. The Amazing Race. It's also very hot here. It is very hot. The Amazing Race would be something that I would like to be on, but I also can't do any piercings. You can't ask me to. And I no. can't eat anything weird, and I'm not great at math. All of these things make me a terrible partner. Well, I can't stand the heat, so. You know what we would be good at? What? Travel. That's their biggest yeah problem on that show is they get to like the the kiosk and they're like how do we get from city to city to city and do it in under this amount of time and i think you and i would be like first of all you avoid dia denver airport altogether you go yeah, through phoenix you, get, you go in to get laid over we're gonna get and then it. like getting in an uber and getting our i think we would do well at that yeah well the rest of it i'd i would shit the bed but i would make for great television because <laughs> i would probably actually shit the bed it'd be great yeah sign us up Amazing race. One of us would be like, listen, you got to go climb that mountain because I've got my period like big and bad today and I'm not. I do have my period big and bad, y'all. That's where I'm wearing my orange jumpsuit. It's saying, caution. Danger. Don't come anywhere near me. Don't come anywhere near Warning. me. Warning. And yeah. on top of it all, I would just like to say. Uh, we've been we've been traveling. We had a great time in Omaha doing such the, a good time. We, we did, did a, a live live. Yeah, we did a podcast live, which would probably already have aired by now. Oh yeah, so it was great. It was great. It was, great. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. We did it at the Benson Theater in Omaha. Big shout out to them. That that area is oh God, really like, growing and beautiful. And we had a great audience, and it was so fun to take pictures with everybody. We yeah. had a good time. The rest of it was spent with my family. I'm home now, and I'm I'm a li- I'm I'm de-stressing. I'm unwinding. DJ's dugout, which was a good time. Yeah, DJ's dugout. I drank 14 uh, vodka tonics. Yeah, something about a weird blue colored 16-ouncer that felt right. Jen had a drink in front of her that was literally like as tall as her. Yeah. It looked like an optical illusion. I needed illusion. a bendy and then this, straw Then the second it. one came and I was like, well, uh, see you later. It, the first one was so big and I was alarmed by it that I I did share it with two people. And then the second one came, and I don't remember ordering it. 
And I was like, I can't. You gave somebody, it to some, Yeah. All I know is that it was so blue. I was like, if you barf that up, you're not – anything you're wearing is going to the wayside. Yeah, it's like when, when kids get those, like, really cheap oh. cupcakes at a party and then they poop blue and stuff. Yeah. Poop blue, pee blue, whatever. It's, you know. Super healthy, I'm super sure. Super healthy. How are you guys doing with all of your fitness? We're doing yep, great. I'm having coffee, Yay. so if you hear that. Uh, so on top of all the stress – and everything that we're oh doing, God. I got a summons for jury duty. Now, I am very impressed that you didn't send. I, I did, too, about a month ago or six weeks ago. And what'd you do? There is a stipulation on the back that I remember when the kids were little that if you're a full-time caretaker for a child under five, you're just out. Well, at the time, it was the middle of summer, and I didn't have help. help. Right. So I had part-time help, but I still had to work. So I said, I just wrote in the letter and I said, I want to be excused because I have two kids. I put their ages. So I wasn't like lying or anything. And I said, they're not in school. I don't have childcare. Clearly you're not married to somebody that goes, Kristen, it is your civic duty. Oh, shut up. I knew civic duty was Civic duty. Dropping that. And you know what? He believes it. He really does believe it. He is that person he believes. And so I'm like, I can't push for church if he's if he can't push well, for jury duty, and they both s- feel exactly the same. Unfun. I did looser my, at jury duty. Honestly, I did my civic duty. I was married to a cop, so that is first time around. First, first, first time starter husband yeah. was a cop. But actually, that is I do. I went into jury duty, and I like made it all the way to like the very end. This was back in Omaha, and I remember I was like, they got to let me go. Like, they can right. they can probably smell the booze on me. I was like 24. Yeah. Like, like, I you- shouldn't make any decisions about anybody's no, property line actually, or their criminal insanity. Nothing. Totally. Like, and the worst part about it was I made it to, like, the final 15 or 16. That's hard. Yeah. No, I know. I have no idea how because I was asking questions. It was a capital murder case, which, number one, would murder. have been the next, like, two years of my life probably to do this. But it was like a, a drug deal gone bad. Do they go well? I don't know. No. It was absolutely like a TV show, which remind me, I have to tell you about this amazing TV show okay. that we're going to love. Okay. okay. But so they were asking all these questions. And I know there's like this. So they had you on like in a, like in a, like yeah. on a stand and they yeah. were like, what do you call that? Like what year? Voidir. Isn't it called Voidir? Voidir. But I thought it was also, um, they get that thing where they can exit you without any reason. They can just look at you and go, we would like to to ask juror number seven to leave, whether it literally could be any, whoa, what is that called? My husband said uh, he... He was on a jury like that. I can't think of what it's called, but he's like, there was a guy next to him that had so much like dandruff and earwax. He was like, they're going to for sure let that guy go. And he goes, you know who they let go? Him. <laughs> was, My husband. was he the one with he the dandruff like, for the earwax? He's like, what the hell, man? What the hell? That guy's going all out with this elaborate costume. What is it called? It's when jury a jury selection. It's jury selection. And there is a voidier. Voidier. But there's another name where they can just like, anyway. Casey's looking up at the legalese. I because, think they can kind of okay, just so miss wait, you at any point. But so, so yes, I, I got very far into it because I could see that they they like I could see that they they say like um you can't lie to, you know you you're like sworn in yeah. for it so you really can't like you oh, got to tell the truth and so this was the part where I was like very um that was hard and I was kind of pissed off because 
juries get really hyper moral. They're like, we are here to do this thing, our civic duty. And so they get like unrealistic about Uh, what they really think About their own moral compass or the natural inclination of people or if there is struggle among people. So he asked this question. He goes... Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Kristen. Oh, man. We're heading into spring cleaning. We're heading into spring everything. And I couldn't be more excited to talk about bowl and branch to boot. What makes you feel like fresher and lighter than a good night's sleep on nice, clean, super soft, luxurious sheets? Nothing. I mean, Bowl and Branch brings it. And I don't know what magic they have in these sheets, but they get softer as you wash them. And I honestly, there's nothing I enjoy more than knowing at the end of the night, I get to pull back my comforter and just squeeze into this delicious bed that feels like it's someone giving me like a horizontal high five. That sounds sexy, but so are Bowl and Branch sheets. It's true. It's You can feel the quality immediately. Immediately, okay? That's right. I'm telling you, if you don't think that we know what we're talking about, there have been thousands of positive reviews. They're the best-selling sheets. They feel incredible on night one, and they get softer with every wash. They feel buttery soft, even super breathable, so they're perfect for warm months ahead, and they are loved by millions of sleepers. Get this. There are over 11,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, they're 100% organic cotton, and they're completely free of toxins. And I feel like you can tell. You're going to be able to tell right away. They have a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month if you don't love them, but you will. You can send them right back. Here's one thing I'm going to tell you that's really fun is we are renew we are redoing my daughter's bedroom. We're switching bedrooms for her so she has a big girl Ooh. bedroom and the first thing we're going to do is get some bowl and branch sheets so she can every night feel very special getting into her bed. I really just hope that it also helps her want to make her bed. But look, as long as she sleeps in that delicious thing, that's all that really matters. You know, you can also get her uh, a bowl and branch blanket now that they have. They're like these cloud-like duvets, fluffy pillows, Mm. so many more things. She's very, very lucky. And there's all sorts of colors and there's all sorts of prints and it's just very beautiful. And it really does feel like you're doing yourself a real favor. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code Hard at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowl and branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code hard. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pickup, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours. And sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. 
Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all mm-hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Let Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids, and the show Shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great, like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. He goes, uh, do you think that somebody who is on drugs is more likely to commit a violent crime than someone not on drugs? And I'm like, yeah, 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 obviously. And I like, did they all go, well, you don't know. Like no, every, somebody can't handle their drugs and then they don't kill people. I That's really, the dumbest I, thing I've ever And he heard. was on meth. I like looked around. Oh, I, I would around. just be like, he did it. We can go home. I know. Well, I looked around. I wanted them to ask, you can't say I disagree with the death penalty too, if you do or yeah. if you don't. And at the time, I don't remember where That's I was That's weird. They asked it. you that up at the front? No, they say it's not an issue because you're not there to dis- you don't you're decide. You're not deciding the, ca- the, the, uh, well, the punishment. Actually, in capital crimes, I think that the jury can, um, what do you call it, vote for the death like, penalty, but it has to be unanimous. Well, I don't know where I'm getting all this. My my husband's dad was a lawyer. I, I used to pretend to be a lawyer. But we watch like, a lot of true crime, lost, you guys. We do, but I, I believe think- there, it depends state to state if the death penalty is in place if the jury has to decide for the death penalty, if it can be um, if it has to be a, a decision from the jury, I think at the time in Nebraska, I believe so that that is not on the jurors because it's such a heavy. Yeah, load. that makes sense. There sh- it should be guilt state or by innocence, state, and then the judge gives sentencing. Sen- gives sentencing. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Based on the guidelines, so which I appreciated, but I was also like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. Is you know, I'm always like, he's got a mom, you know. Yeah. He's like he probably didn't mean to start out that way, but I look around to see if anybody else is reacting to this question, and everybody's like. Just not doing anything. So I'm like, either they're checked out or they're lying. Which then you're like, people, snap into it. What the fuck? I swear. If I'm sitting in that chair, you better look alive, man. For sure. That's what you want is somebody who's like critically thinking at the time. I'm eye contacting with all of them. Like, look at me. I look nice, right? Right, right? I raised my hand and I kind of irritated me because I could see the attorney like eye roll a lot. But I was like, let's not act like- He eye rolled at you? How dare he? Yeah. Hi. He was like, you, the boozy smelling one. Guilty of being a dickhead. (laughs) Yeah, the yeah. one that smells of blue drink and margarita. What yeah. would you like you to say? You with the blue lips. What yeah. do you? Uh, what do you? The, so the I said, wearing I go, the bar T-shirt. Are you asking if like me, like somebody on drugs, is more likely or less likely than me, stone sober, to commit a violent They're crime? They're like, ma'am, you're overthinking. <laughs> yeah, ma'am, are you stone sober? Well, but there's. So what was his answer? Uh, he said. He said, yeah. So I was like, then yes, I think believe. I believe that somebody on drugs is more likely to murder somebody. And then like two people raised their hand after I had okay. done it, which 
And then I could tell that I was like on his list. But then they went around, which I thought was kind of asshole. And I was like, well, here it goes. They said, do any of you have any personal association with the police department? And I was like the third one in. And I was like, I'm divorced from a cop. And he goes over and like chit chats. And he's like, you're dismissed. So Please look up what that word is. It's going to make me insane. Wait, what? We're, I can't find it. Where they can release. Yeah, Google like – uh, the attorney's privilege to release a juror in jury selection, and I'll bet it comes up. It's well, going to make me insane. I mean, at that point, though, I was like, you all need me. Yeah. You need me up Jen's here. Jen's like, that's fine. There's a happy hour right around the corner, and I'm going to – it's called I, the courthouse. You court guys house. come over afterwards. I'm already gonna, know all the information yeah, about the case. We can break down this case. I'll basically, help you. I'll help you. And they'll sequester you. you. thinking real critically. You're just kind of like following – because you want to like – it's weird. You want to please the attorney or whatever. It you is know? weird. It is weird. I do have a humdinger of a jury Ooh, story, and okay. I think you've heard this. But it sounds fake because it's kind of unbelievable. When I first moved to L.A., I'd never been summoned to a jury before ever in my life. So I didn't yeah. know how any of that worked, but I got the notice. And they make it sound scary. There's like big red lighting, writing, and they're like, if you, don't, if you fail to show up, you could be issued a bench warrant. And I'm like new to L.A., new. Like I'm yeah. 23. I just started waiting tables. I think I had – I'd moved out here to to work as a as an actor, so I was getting a few auditions for commercials here and there, but most of it was like free shit through Backstage West, just trying to make my way, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, barely made my bills because I was waiting t- tables at Clancy's Crab Shack. Like things were not great. I had just like I was very sick for like two weeks when I first moved here from a terrible UTI, not from sex, from stress, whatever. So that's that'll, that'll I just wanted. Break to, you too, I was jur- broken. I was like, I'm jury gonna jury duty to make it home. Exactly. And I was like, I'm going to have to move home, but I can't because my car broke down. That's where I'm at in my life. Let's be honest, too. By the way, nobody gets one of those official mailings and is like, well, my My, conscience is so clean about everything. I'm like, for sure, I got one of those tickets where they take your picture. Totally. Gone through the rod. 100%. You just start sweating. I start sweating and I also go, they're going to find me. They're going to know I'm going to mess this up. It's also very intimidating because I got one for downtown LA, which is like, Big skyscrapers and um, no GPS. We did Thomas Guide. So it was like a phone book was a your map system to the courthouse. Yeah. So they're like, go report to this room at said time. And LA, they need jurors too. They'll be like, there's a guy named Randy. He's going to pick you up. He's 100%. Get you there 100%. But I was so broke and I had to take a day off of work. And I yeah. was literally, but in my head, because my parents are the same way, I'm like, this is my civic duty. I I didn't know that I could, I didn't even try to get out of it. I just wanted to go do my part. And yes, I sort of believe the same thing. So I went down to the courthouse. I'm sitting in this big room. We're not supposed to talk. I read literally every part of a newspaper. I've never done that since. I'm in this big room. And all of a sudden I realize it's Judge Ito from the OJ case. And the OJ case had happened like six years prior. Yeah. And- it was Marsha Clark was the lawyer. Holy no, cow. No. Did you ask for autographs? I start sweating. And also I'm like, this is a courtroom <laughs> drama. Hooray for Hollywood. Hollywood. And it, it becomes even more of that. So we go through <laughs> this thing. 
Too and eager. She's way too eager yeah, to she, be my, on this I'm jury. like shaking and vibrating. I feel like I'm going to be cast in a courtroom drama. I 100% yeah. think this is a SAG job. Do you think there'll be television cameras yes, in here for I was this like, case? where do I keep my eyeline? I just yeah. need to know. Will this, what, yeah, can I put this my on my motivation? resume? Yeah, can I put this on my resume? So I am... I'm like a cat on a hot tin roof. Okay, first of all, we all know I'm ADD. At the time, I'm 23, so I'm 23 and ADD. I'm a contained animal at this point. I don't know what to do with myself, but I'm looking at people that I had looked at for hours on end. Yeah. And I was such a fan of Marsha Clark. I know that's weird, but I I was I just was watching all of this go down. So I'm eyeballing them. And meanwhile, Judge Ito is interviewing each person. And he says... Can you serve on this or can you serve on this jury today? And the fool would say, No, I cannot. And he's like, Who's your employer? And he would say some like deep cut company, right? Like, um, you know, Shingles 427. And he goes, Oh, Shingles 427 is is owned by Home Depot. And Home Depot issues 12 working days at this rate for jury duty. You are you are available for jury duty. Now go sit down. And I was like, oh God. So he keeps, so anybody who tried to ask not to be on a jury, he just shot it down and made them sit. And in my head, first of all, this is what he says. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, we will be selecting a jury today for a capital murder. And this is what he said. This is a case. This case is a real whodunit. He Welcome to that, Hollywood. I had read because I read that book that Vincent Bugliosi wrote, and he's like, Ito was so in love with those cameras. He was like, he made it dynamic. At he, least I recognized him as my other principal actor. He I saw was, Judge Judy's making all this scratch, and, and he he's wanted like, in on it. You know I what? Say what you want. He was a charming lead. So yeah. I, you know what? I bet would have gotten you out of it. Go and be like, I can't serve. I got a felony warrant. No, that's no? not what got me okay. out of it. I'll tell you what got me out of it because I. He told me about the case, and it was the saddest case I've ever heard. No. So, of course, the it was a young man who was charged uh, in the murder of his wife, uh. and the only witness they had was a three-year-old. And that three-year-old is now seven, and she was going to have to um, no, testify. No. And then, and then the, the man well, that was sitting there. How could she testify, I though? know. I had so many questions, Jen. And then the kid, he's a kid. He's like 25 years old, and he's sitting there, and he can't speak English. And so he's looking around the room like he is lost. And then he catches eyes with me, and then I make the decision that he is innocent. In my head, based on our eye contact, we are, he is innocent. And See, I'd have I, been like guilty. Statistically, I know. there's no way you didn't do it. I know. Head. You and I had very different opinions about the podcast serial. Don't even get me started. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, have, yeah. So I'm going through this line, and uh, and Judge Ito, I get to Judge Ito, and in my head, I'm like, I will serve on this case. I, I If I am chosen, I will be the best juror this courtroom has ever seen. And then I start doing the math, and I'm like, but I will have to move back to Nebraska because I will have no money. I know. And I will go broke, and I will get bad credit, and I won't... I mean, I'm I'm so screwed. So he gets to me and he goes, is there any reason that you can't serve on the jury? And I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, but what did you say? I, I was like blubbering and I was like, Judge Edo, first of all, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
And secondly, I want you to know that Marcia, I, Marcia, I believed Marcia, in you. Marcia, I believed time. in you the whole time, and I love your haircut. I love your haircut. And third, I would just like to say that I just moved to Los Angeles, and I am barely making it. I'm working at Clancy's Crab Shack. I don't know if they support jury duty, but I work off tips. I also am like a struggling actress, and I'm trying really hard to make it. And things are really hard. And getting an agent in this town is really hard. He's Who's like, your agent? He goes, he goes. He goes. Okay, okay, okay. He goes. You're excused. Aww. And I go, I am. And he goes, yeah, my brother's an actor. <gasps> and then he goes, uh, I'll excuse you. I'll excuse you on one condition. And I said, what? And he said, uh, I believe I'm going to see your name in lights in 20 years. <gasps> oh, my. So then they were like, can we please remove Juror 147 as she is bawling so hard and trying to hug Ito? And not to be weird or creepy or full circle, but this is about 20 years after. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that Judge cool? Ito, you're psychic. So he's, he, oh he's my gosh. just like, I think, and literally, I was doing extra work. And I was doing extra work. And I was like, standing next to this man. And I was like, what are the odds? that?" And he's like, I'm Judge Ito's brother. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's no, not. Yeah, no. I met Judge Ito's brother. I'm going to take it even one step further. This is how weird this story is. I know how. What, the, what she means by one step further is she's going to take an ambient. She's going to look him up on Instagram You've and send him a really long I'm message. so doing that tonight. Oh, my God. We got to get Judge Ito on this podcast. Um. Oh, I would love that. Okay. So fast forward. Uh, you know, I had done some commercials and Finn was about four and Finn was born with this super perm, like the curliest, yeah. tightest curl. And it was like like um, blonde, but also just like dark and thick, permy, big round Rue yeah. McClanahan hair, right? Yes. And my agent, my commercial agent, um, ha- had heard that this show was looking for a young boy with curly hair and said, does Finn want to try doing this? And He booked it, and it was to play Marsha Clark's son in the O.J. Simpson TV show. So if you watch that in the credits, Finn is sitting there looking at Sarah Paulson for, like, he's in it for 30 seconds. And at one point, he's, like, looking at her, and she's supposed to be stressed out. And he was like, he's like, you're funny. He's, like, (laughs) doing bits with her, and she was not in the mood, and it was hilarious. But that is, like, my weird Full jury duty. No coincidences, you guys. Right? Isn't it the weird thing? No coincidences. It's the craziest thing. And I I now have been summoned to jury duty. God, why can't I say? Jury duty. Jury duty. Let me tell you who should never serve on a jury. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I have been summoned again. And so every night at 7 p.m., I call because it's my civic duty, oh, but there is a big part of me that's crossing my fingers because well, I'm going to have to serve. There is a time and a place I will do it for sure, but I it's not in the middle of summer when I don't know where no. to put my children. It is a big ask to ask people to serve on a jury and you get like, what, like $50 a day or something? It's like- It's not. Like if they- if. Companies had to pay you your wage, which I think they should. Some do. Ask Ido. He'll know. I mean, I know. he just put it to these people. They were trying to get out of it, and he was like, absolutely not. Okay. Can I tell you the show that- Yes, please. Ha- okay. I know we have to do like a hot flash and a mom box Why don't you make stuff. this the hot flash? Uh, or I'll, I'll, I'll see your show. it's about- Well, it's not about jury duty, although it, it's not- That's just not a show that would sell, in my opinion. Well, okay. Here's what it is. Thank you. 
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I almost could not get to sleep last night because I'm so obsessed with this now. It's called Reasonable Doubt. <gasps> yes, yes, Have yes, you yes, watched yes, it? Yes, yes, one, 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 okay. one, 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 one. It's so oh, good, you guys. Okay, here's what it is. Oh, I, but it I don't is, like it because then I think every we've done it wrong. I'm like, I'm walking around no, murderers and everybody's wrong. incarcerated. That's, I mean, that's the reason why I'm like, you know, not everybody, we shouldn't just blanket, you know, go, well, they did it. Let's. You mean don't make decisions based on how somebody looks while you're in a courtroom, just eyeballing somebody? You just automatically make a decision about their fate? Don't right. do that? Yeah, okay. don't just assume that they murdered somebody because they're on meth, although I do. Yes, I do too. I do. Okay, so what okay. What episode did you watch? So I watched like, I jumped around a little bit because I, okay, so let me tell you guys what it is and then you have to watch it. Oh my God, it's Reasonable so Doubt, good. it's on ID. I saw it on Hulu, so I don't yeah, know what. Yeah, it's on okay. Hulu. Okay, so it's um a, uh, a former investigator and a prosecutor get together to look at old cases where somebody's been convicted. I just got goosebumps. They get- they sit down with the family or the people who think that they're innocent and they give their best arguments for why they still believe this person is innocent. I got yep, chills too. I know. So they sometimes they will say, uh, which the very first one I watched, they said, we think there's reasonable doubt here and it needs to get looked into more. And we're going to pay for a private investigator to explore their defense more. Oh my God. And then I was like, well, I want to see one. I was hoping I would find one where it wasn't like that. And they said- Where, they, where the family was wrong? Where the, the <clears throat> person was wrong. In this case, it was a friend of this woman and they sat her down and they said, we think you don't know her because you believe that she wasn't capable of doing this. And- all signs point to her. Her, we, yeah. So they they don't, you know, investigate it further because they're like, mm, jury did yeah. their, do, their due their diligence, du duty, and the prosecutor did theirs. So, yeah. Like, but it is riveting because it's so. It's like if you watch true crime, you'll love this because it's Ugh. all the what ifs get explored in a way they don't really have time to do without Hollywood money. You guys got to watch it. So I've only seen two of them, but I'm going to watch the rest like tonight and not do anything for the rest of the week. Nothing makes me happier than the idea that people could collectively, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, collectively like unpack a cold case and go back and relook at it with yeah. fresh eyes and come up with something new. That yeah. is just like that is a boner. Yeah. That well, is like true crime careful. boner time. You're in that orange. I'm in the, and it's a very loose fitting linen. And I've had a blue drink. So. You know, what are you gonna do? Should we do a hot flash? Let's do a hot flash. Okay. Okay, so besides Judge Ito, which I think is goes without saying that he's my like hot, hot flash. Yeah. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Brendan Fraser, who's having a moment. Okay, so this guy, Peter Burke or something like that. Aww. Let me go back. 
So my hot flash today is Brendan Fraser. Okay, you're going to die when you hear who I was going to do. I'll tell you later. First of all, if you didn't see Encino Man when it came out and- I live first in of all, Encino. I have a, I've watched it since. Okay, I have had a Tarzan thing Oh yeah, forever. Have, so yeah. he's Encino Man and he's yep. also George of the Jungle. So you know me and Brendan Fraser have had many romantic nights in my brain together. So he is so charming. He's such a good actor. Um, right after Mummy 3 or whatever, you know, he's kind of like this, like, yeah. good-looking, like, fit, like, guy, like, Harrison Forty kind of guy. He just was making all kinds of scratch, right. too. And he's married at the time, and he injures his back. Not, like, a little bit. Not, like, oh, my back hurts. He had to have four surgeries. And so he was in a lot of pain. And then um, he went to an awards night, and there was a man who's the president of the Hollywood uh, – Association Foreign Press. I'm not going to say his name because why do we need to give – like, yeah. you can look this up. You should look this up. You should read his name because um, he never copped to it. But it was a known fact that this man um, sexually assaulted Brendan Fraser at a party. And it mm. it really fucked him up. He, like, retreated. He became – he had all the signs of trauma. He became incredibly depressed. Uh, he went through a ton of stress. He went through a huge divorce. It caused him to gain weight, and it also caused him to lose all of his hair. Like not just like yeah. male pattern baldness. Like mm. his he he was broken, and like he dipped out, and then all of a sudden. So while this is all happening, Darren, I'm going to say his name wrong. Ornofsky, he's a director, real hit and miss for me. Directed The Wrestler, but also directed Black Swan. Loved The Wrestler. Thought Black Swan is weird. Like, I liked it, but I was like, okay, we're... He also directed something else recently that I was like, boo, mother. I was like, eh, big thumbs down. But I, I think he's kind of a genius. Anyway, he was trying to find the lead of this movie for 10 years. And then saw this random deep cut movie that Brendan Fraser was in that was like a Brazilian movie. And he's like, there's my guy. All of a sudden, Brendan Fraser is the lead in this movie called The Whale, which I can't wait to see. And it just debuted at the Venice Film Festival. And Brendan Fraser was given a six-minute standing ovation. And, like, everybody's been rooting for him and wanting to see him okay. And, like, he kind of let it all just be open. Like, he he looked rough. He was having a rough go. He owned it. He wasn't flashy about it. Like, this is my journey. He was just like, I'm really having a hard time. And now he was – and so you have to watch this six-minute standing ovation because he is moved to tears. He is so humble. You see him like – he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's just like kind of patting his suit down and like standing there for six minutes. It's the most glorious thing. If you don't – if you watch that and don't get a tear in your eye, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what – Well, I, I always – people in Hollywood that you like fall in love with, and it's certainly him. We You kind of grow up with him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. He's a little bit he's, older than you. He's like the cool guy. So it's it's always – it feels bad for us to see them kind of like out of the limelight. You just want to know that they're doing great. That's that's the one really great thing about Facebook is from high school, you're like, everybody's kind of okay. That's Everybody's okay. I can rest better knowing that yeah, that's Yeah, that's a good case. point. Like you wouldn't be upset if he didn't want to be in movies anymore. You just want to know he's okay. And he like kind of wasn't okay. And I think, I think that's like – it's the tragedy that I would feel for somebody that – you know, not as deeply that I knew because you just want them to be okay. And that's, it has to be like on all the levels for a man, it, uh, it, it must feel even I think it, differently or, or harder to come out publicly I, about yes. it. I think that that is something that happens in Hollywood to men and it happens to women. And I 
don't think predators are discerning. I no. think they will they will they will take their shot wherever they can because they're evil. And he wasn't um I don't think he was taken care of. I think everybody acknowledges now that like he kind of came out with this in one article for GQ. He was very cool about it. Like he didn't he just said the thing that everybody needs to say if it happens, that it happened. And so then he kind of got blacklisted and like that was just such a poor move. But now he's having this like renaissance and every he's done 10 movies in three years. He's going to work with Scorsese. Like yeah. he's back on. Good so Brendan Fraser, we root for you. We love you. Well, and I don't, you know, that what, what I was saying about it being a male wasn't to like just right. diminish no, it I get for what anybody you mean. or whatever. But I think the thing is like um, this horrible thing happened people are rooting for you. Yes. People want you to be okay and they don't want you to be ashamed. Because right. Because it's not, that guy should, that dude oh, should be, you yeah, sh- let's give it to that guy. He, um, you know, criminal charges were never pressed against yeah. him and I'm like, it's a litigious world we live in so I'm not going to say his name but he, he's a bastard and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he did damage and I think there's other people that came forward to say that they had had the same experience with him. So, yeah. predator is a predator but yeah. at the end of the day, Brendan Fraser like, is proof that like take it day by day, things can get better, things will get better. And yeah. I do believe like the people sort of spoke out and said, we want him, we want to see him, where is he? Yeah. And uh, if you get a second to go look at that video, do it. Yeah. Okay, do you have a- Well-deserved. Well-deserved, yeah. Encino man. Uh, so, th- and thank you for that, Brandon Frazier, on behalf of anyone who's gone through that shit. Yeah. Thanks for being brave and telling your story. Um, I Absolutely. am going to talk about a real dumb asshole right okay, now. Okay, great. Our mom box this week. Every oh. once in a while, I like to keep it oh, do real. We have, oh, yeah. We get, I, you guys, we like to share the ones. No, I don't want to encourage anybody sending no, me in ones. They send no. me in a tailspin. I just want you to know they, that. I want you to know. Yes, absolutely they do. Because I know this because Kristen responded at one point oh, to shit. this dipshit. Oh, God. No, no, no. No, no, no. Look, I, am I allowed to say his name? Because he messaged us, Yeah. Right? Fuck okay. it. It's Andy Stapler. Okay. Andy, Andy Stapler sent us this first message, and uh, I'm going to read it to you. This was uh, back in July. I find <laughs> sorry, take two. I find your posts annoying. I don't know how I ever became your friend. <laughs> Several days later, Kristen responded. Then bounce, Andy. We're all good here. <laughs> And he Is Andy my dad? I don't no, I'm know. just kidding. One month later, he said, Yes, please bounce me. That would make my day. Of course, you won't because you enjoy being an annoyance. <laughs> There's more. Two days later, he replies to a story. I see you on my homepage nonstop. I don't know who you are or how we became friends, quote unquote. I really dislike your self-centered posts. Please don't harass me anymore with your posts. Please remove yourself from my Facebook page. That's a boomer. I'm going to call it right now. That's a boomer. Are you joking That fucker doesn't know that with one simple click of a button, we can be gone. It's not our job to navigate your page, Andy. Ask one of your fucking kids to do it for you if they're still talking to you. I doubt it. And I honestly tried to message him back to say, 
okay, this is wasting too much of the sweet, precious life you have left. Let me talk you through this. Yeah. Let's have Take you go to the Take your sleep apnea mask off and we'll help click, you. Yeah, click on the click on the blue thing, unfriend, unfollow. I, yeah. like, I can talk you through this. But then he blocked us from messaging. So guess what, Andy? We've I'm, done our part. You're, you are just going to have to go over to MySpace because yep. I can't help you anymore. I'm going to start a whole thing called hashtag Andy. And it's just going to be anytime I want to feel really self-centered and I'm going to just explore this relationship. I need to get his phone number. I'd like to text him. I'd like to tell him like, you know, what, what am I having on my pasta today? I I know that's, Hey, Hey, this story is specifically for Andy Stapler. Um, I'm having some lower back pain. I think it's a hormonal thing. My period is just any moment. Andy, I have so much lip hair right now, sir. (laughs) Sure, more than you do, Andy. So shove it up your ass. Oh, God. Sometimes they're so funny to get them. We know you enjoy them. Well, one time we got one that was like, you both are lustful women. And I was like, ooh. Sounds like I got a chance. My husband doesn't say that. Yeah, no. My husband's like, you know, lust is a thing. I'm like, not. Bible says not to do it. Uh, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't lust. Let me get on TikTok. (laughs) Just saying, was, yeah. Three minute video. Everything's gravy in a three minute video. There's That's no right. like outside just world. Cut to the chase. Cut to the chase. I just see that guy like, like hammering through wood. <laughs> That's there's a- no. I don't have a conversation beforehand that he was late to the wood, or that he should bring a different axe, or that axe was too expensive, or why? What can't you just hang up the axe? I don't have any of that before and after crap. See what I mean? That's a what, window into your psyche that I would oof. like to close. I think we no should. No wonder all the Home Depot references today. Hey, and what's the up? the orange, what do you work there? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And the irony that I should. And a big shout out to Judge Ito because you're the coolest. I think we podcast. We did. Bye. We're done. We're done.